All right, today's the last episode of me not doing shit. <laughs> nah, it's the last episode of me uh, doing an encore episode before I come back and do some solo shows and, and talk about some of the things I learned the last two weeks because I've got some cool things to share with you. Um, and this one is a real throwback. It is from episode 22, um, the eight-step story formula to emotionally connect. The cool thing about this was that it was a rip from my first uh, Toastmasters presentation in front of like 30 people. So, you get to hear my little speech from back then. So, I like this little time machine stuff. Um, but yeah, other than that, hope you enjoy this encore episode. I'll see you back next Monday for the usual broadcasting. Welcome to Storytelling Secrets. This is the podcast for coaches, consultants, and course creators who want to unlock their core stories and use the stories to sell more online. It's a place to master persuasion and influence so you can build a deep relationship with your audience. And it's a place where real-world marketing strategies, tips, and lessons are shared freely. If that interests you, then you're in the right place. Hi, I'm Jules Dan, and I've battled my way from being a broke group fitness instructor to a full-time, in-demand, freelance email copywriter. Now, I'm ready to get to work. Follow along on my journey as I share my everyday hard-won lessons. I'm Jules Dan, and this is Storytelling Secrets. G'day there, it is Jules Dan here from Storytelling Secrets. Super pumped to have you here with me today because this is the podcast for helping you as a personal brand entrepreneur to help inspire, entertain, and capture your audience's attention using strategic stories that ultimately sell. Now, today's podcast is a little bit of a story about how I stumbled across getting better at uh, telling stories and public speaking. So, yeah, I think it's appropriate to share a little bit about my life. And uh, anyways, let's just cut to the chase, right? So, uh, still at my current job at the moment, I do part-time this, part-time online work. And um, my other part-time job, I'm actually a group fitness instructor. So, I am the person who writes up a program, gets people to follow the program, motivate, courage, coach, um, that sort of good stuff. And I've been doing this for about probably two years, right? But when I first started, the uh, naive Julian, when he first started, uh, wasn't that good at you know public speaking. And I, I would step I'd step out in front of the program, uh, I'd quickly run through all the demonstrations and do all um, run through the program. Not really making sure to uh, you know check in on people, get everything going. I was afraid I was just taking up too much time and going to run out of exercise time. So then what do you think happened next? Well, what happened next was absolute chaos, right? People going the wrong directions, people going the wrong, uh, asking me what to do, someone just doing the flat out wrong exercise, having to correct them. It was just utter chaos. So... What did this mean for me? It, I didn't really pick up on this. I thought it was them, not me. So critical mistake number one, not taking extreme ownership. But uh, anyway, yeah, I, I soon realized it was a pattern that it was me who was not delivering on it correctly. So what I did was uh, 
I went to Toastmasters and Toastmasters I found was a really good way to help bump up my public speaking skills and not necessarily because, you know, Toastmasters gave me the skills by just going to the meetings. I'd go there, I'd learn the stuff, and then they'd give me a few tips on a speech, and then I'd go back and then use those tips in my group fitness coaching to really improve my public speaking skills. Now, the two skills that they really told me to work on was slow down, look at everybody, and read the audience, read the crowd. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, no, no, no. Next time you look, all right, make sure you make like a Z sort of shape pattern when you're looking around. Make sure you look at everyone's eyes and just have a look. Are they understanding what you're saying? Do they really hear what you're saying? And in that moment, I realized, okay, so I really need to look at people. And if they have that, I get it look, then that means I get it. But I need to look out for those people who don't get it and ask them differently if they understood what was going on. And then sure enough, I applied this to my group fitnesses, group fitness classes. And there were those confused looking faces and I would ask them, Hey John, you know, can you, can you tell me how many, um, how many seconds were out on this station? 30? No, no, no. Um, it's actually 45. Oh, okay. Oh, by the way, John, and, um, do you know which direction the circle's going? And you'd be like, yeah, it's going clockwise. All right. Okay. Sweet. And so, just getting these little confirmations along the way, double-checking, it just made everything go a lot, lot smoother. Why did I bring up that point? Well, good question, because on episode 11, how to craft a mesmerizing story without writing a word, I actually go into exactly this skill, which is paraphrasing, and it's something you should definitely go back to. If you haven't gone to episode 11, go check that out, because paraphrasing is one of the best skills you can acquire if you want to get some great stories. And just a little bit of a teaser, that's going to be the uh, next podcast coming out on Thursday. Super excited to announce that I've got a special guest lined up. And instead of doing a regular value sort of drop, you know, people coming in, throwing in tactics all the time, I know you are inundated with tactics all the time. I want to show you exactly my forte. (laughs) I want to show you More so, if you're struggling to get your origin story out, written on a piece of paper, just like episode 11, okay, I'm going to walk you through the process of how you would actually do that. So I've got a special guest on, and she's got her own entrepreneurial journey. She knows her origin story. She struggled to write it down. She can't quite do it yet. She hasn't been able to articulate all the thoughts, and I'm going through and pulling the story out of her, and that's going to happen on Thursday, so definitely be on the lookout for that. Today is going to be a, an actual live from my Toastmasters meeting and uh, this is before they told me uh, those little tips, read the crowd, do the Z shape, slow down, because in this uh, speech that I did was all about how to tell the story inside of a speech and I used Lord of the Rings as a frame of reference. But the problem is that I was told... You could have done this speech in 15 minutes, but then you decided to cram it into seven minutes. So it's a little rushed. It's, um, but the point being here is that um, it's, uh, it, it's uh, showing you, if, I know I've got a few questions like, how do I actually tell the story? How do I structure the story? Um, I've tried to make it relatable. I've tried to make it so things you can relate to back in the film industry, how can you apply it to yourself? And it's also like a little bit of like, this is how Julian kind of started. Cause this is probably about like 
probably five months ago, I reckon this, oh no, maybe four months ago that this was done. And um, yeah, slowly starting to improve from here, document the journey. Yeah, but the whole point of this is um, if you want to get better at telling stories, then highly recommend you go join a Toastmasters. They'll teach you how. You get a chance to practice. And uh, yeah, hopefully this little Toastmasters talk is going to be a little masterclass for you. It's going to be called How to Tell Your Story. And the best way to do it is to go ahead, join a Toastmasters, get it done. See you inside of it. Ever have to be... Just had to be there. All right, so this is, have you ever had this conversation where you're telling a story to someone like, okay, I've got this grand story to tell you, and then this is the other person. Uh, what? What? And then this is you. Okay, let me tell it a bit differently. All right, so here's how it goes. And the other person just thinks, what the hell are you talking about? And then this person, which is you, which you say, just have to be. You just had to be there. All right, so I'm going to tell you how to break down a story, how you can... Get past, you had to be that moment. Now, I'm going to use a fictional story, and I'm also going to use my own personal story to help demonstrate how this actually works. There's eight steps to break this down to create a really great story, all right? So the first step is going to be your origin story, the back story, and it's going to be how the people in your audience get invested inside your story. Let's take the Lord of the Rings, for example. Frodo Baggins, okay, he's in the Shire, and he's at this grand party, and then his uncle Bilbo gives him this grand ring and it's a ring of power all right that is the, our vested interest in history my story for instance how are we going to relate this okay i have got my own business and i'm sick of working with local business clients they are annoying the hell out of me this is where you need to establish some real connection with your audience right now so you need to create a bit of a struggle so there are two kinds of struggle you need the first kind of struggle is an external struggle, okay? So for Frodo Baggins, he's so far away in the Shire. How can he do this? How can he have the resources to go out there and do that? His internal struggles, I'm this little hobbit. How am I gonna make a difference in the world? I can't do this. Who am I to do this? For me, in my instance, my external struggles were, oh man, you know, I don't feel like I'm making a difference with these local business clients. They see me more as a cost. I'm not actually making benefit in their sort of industry. My internal struggles were if I were to go and actually make a difference and change my audience to an online audience where it's more abundant, how would I get started? I don't know anyone to help me out in these beginning stages. Okay, so those are your first two bits, the origin story and your struggles. Okay, so what happens next? The character comes along and they're gonna have what's called the wall. The objection, okay? So they're gonna get frustrated with their vehicle getting to that point. So what's gonna happen here with Frodo Baggins? Oh my God, a whole bunch of black riders. Okay, I've gotta get the hell out of here. Okay, this isn't a really good idea right now. Probably have to move and do something differently here. Okay, for me it was, I cannot do this anymore. I can't serve these people. They're just not doing me justice. And this is where you commonly see inside the movies, that light bulb moment, that epiphany, they have that, that customer, they have, sorry, they have that conversation with that person, they have that dream, they, have, they write down that note, and it's like, I see the light ahead of me. I have a new opportunity to go ahead and ditch this aside and move forward. And for Frodo Baggins, he saw Aragorn with his hobbits and like, okay, he's got a great idea. Let's go to Rivendell and they've got a better plan than we do because it's gonna get us out of this situation. Okay, for me, it was jotting down for me, like who, 
who are the people I want to serve, and what are the skills I can provide to them. Now, I'm going to be talking a bit of techno babble, but for me, it was I build chatbots, B-O-T-S, and I really feel like online experts, so influencers who sell their expertise online, and they have a really good story to tell because they've been in the same situation as their customers. And if I can help tell their story with the chatbot, then I'm gonna be able to make, tell like great, great good in this world. So that was my epiphany moment, I wanna do that. And then what happens next is that they have the plan. You get all excited, like, oh my God, okay. We're in Rivendell, we've got all these great companions. Okay, we're gonna to go to, we're gonna to go to Mordor, we're gonna get the ring, we're gonna throw on the ring of fire, and everything's gonna be all set. Okay, perfect. That is their plan. For me, my plan was that, all right, it's gonna take a huge risk. I was gonna plan to move out in November with my girlfriend. I'm gonna use my bomb money, I'm gonna use my rent money, and I'm gonna to go to this marketing conference in the US. I'm gonna meet my dream customers, and that is my path to that situation. And then, just like every other movie you would expect, if someone's just to go all the way, if the, all the hobbits and the nine companions were just to go to Mordor and just go, okay, rings destroyed, that would be the most boring movie of all time. There has to be what's something called a conflict, okay? As much as the gurus and the meditation people say, avoid conflict, don't want drama in your life. We humans, we love drama and we love conflict so much that we use it in all the stories and all the movies because it really intrigues us inside of the story, okay? And that is what's happening. There is this identity sort of shift that someone has inside of the story where they need to ask themselves, I it's not a, I should do this, I must do this. It's part of me, I have no way of going back. And this happens to Frodo. He's at this really precarious staircase and he's looking up and he sees this orchid castle and then this little creature Gollum says to him, we need to go upstairs to go to the last bit to throw the ring in the fire. And he looks at it and he's like, I've got no other way, I have to put my trust in this guy. And he does it. And for me, in this situation, I got to America, this is actually last week, and I did not know a soul. But I said to myself, I have to find a way to find my ideal people, otherwise this four day trip is gone to waste. So I need to go and network, I need to get outside my comfort zone, stay out late, and meet as many people as I possibly can, Otherwise, this whole trip is a wasted. So I had that identity shift. I must go and meet as many people as I can who are gonna be the right customer fit for me. And this is the last bit of the story. The two bits. The last bit is your achievement, okay? So everyone wants to know what is the goal that happened at the end of the story. So for instance, Frodo, he threw the ring of fire, it was destroyed. And this is where a lot of people tell the story incorrectly. I went all the way to the Grand Canyon, for instance, we saw it, it was amazing, and then we went back home. Okay, so you need to tell and to demonstrate with the people who are listening to you. You need to tell the transformation that you had, okay? So what's happened is that you've had what's called the two hero journeys. Your old person who came from the very beginning, Frodo Baggins, he was this little tiny person inside of the world. But he had the biggest impact in Middle Earth. He was this little tiny guy, had this little ring, but he was able to save the entire Middle Earth. That was his transformation. The transformation was for me was that I learned that in order to be able to meet your ideal customer, you have to take a risk, and that this is going to be the biggest payoff that I. It was actually the biggest payoff intent that I had in my whole life. And so to wrap this all up, there are eight steps. Okay, quickly going to go over them. The first one, you need origin, the backstory to give an invested interest in the character. Number two, you need to describe the struggles, the internal and external struggles. 
You talk about the conflict, the wall. Number five, sorry, you talk about the wall. Number five is your epiphany moment. Number six is your conflict, that identity shift. Number seven is the goal or the achievement. And number eight is the achievement that happened. Hopefully you're gonna have some really great stories now and you're not gonna have that, oh, you have to be that moment. Thank you very much, hope you enjoyed it. Go Julian, you did so good. <laughs> well, that was just like a little crowd of maybe about 10 people in that, in that little audience. But yeah, I hope you enjoyed that. Got the eight steps for your story and you're going to be staying around for Thursday because that is an episode you do not want to miss me pulling out the story of a super secret guest entrepreneur. And uh, it's going to be a good one. It's not just going to be an entrepreneur who's really focused about making lots of money or generating leads. Or This person has got a story uh, who is who's actually going to be making a difference in the world. It's, it's just really focusing on how do you actually uh, create quality food at the dinner table so you create more meaningful relationships because having more family dinner times means better relationships. I'll just leave it at that. Anyway, this is a great, great story. I'll see you later for Thursday. Thanks for tuning in for Storytelling Secrets. Yeah, thanks a bunch. I really appreciate it. <laughs> oh, it's so good to hear myself back in the day. Uh, a lot of clapping in that speech. Uh, definitely not at the end, but from me walking around to try to make a point. <laughs> it's always good, huh? Uh, so, hey, if you enjoyed this episode, Spotify now has reviews. Just saying. And if, you, if you're on Apple... Always appreciate a review. We're on 81 five-star reviews globally. So every other review, I really appreciate it. Thanks a lot for listening. I'll see you on Thursday.